is Ben C. on Griper, 718-339-6020, or 563-347-563-0951. And we're getting close to the Pesach season now, or we're in it. And last week's project by Yikra, here's something interesting. I mentioned a big rub from hundreds of years ago that said, when it said by Yikra, it means happenstance. We see Rashi hints at that, or says that. It means when Hashem spoke to Moshe, it was what he, Hashem wanted to call, called. And Rabbi went further to explain that's with all of us too. When Hashem calls, he calls. And everyone every day says as a baskil, which means Hashem's always talking us, talking to us through our minds, constantly giving us messages. When you walk in the streets, millions to say you're walking like an advertisement, it's like billboards. Everything is a billboard saying Hashem is here, Hashem is here, Hashem is here. Or an idea something you should do or think. And you see after a while, you meet someone and you speak to someone and then later on you meet someone and you're able to utilize what you learned from the person before to utilize it now. That's why the person before come because you're supposed to utilize it now. So Kaddish Baruch Hu was constantly sending us messages and messages and messages. And sometimes you just wait for the big message. Ah, it's but it's all the time. As we mentioned, there's uh, some big blockages, <clears throat> especially today. We mentioned about the idea of this of selfies, the idea of breaking away from technology. As I spoke to a doctor the other day, and he said in his office he sees a mother sitting next to his son. Both are on their iPads. And when the doctor wants the boy to come, he's busy. He's a little angry, irritated. He's in tune with the iPad. Then when he sits into the office, he sits there with his feet being checked, a certain doctor, foot doctor, and he's still on his iPad. Doctor said to me, they're in tune with this. And what happens is if you interrupt, there's irritation. And if you walk in the streets, everyone, or I don't know about everyone, but many walking around the iPhones, and looking and looking and looking. I get the phone. I don't get the phone. How do I text? What do I get through? And everyone, there's a busyness. There's a mindset that's almost like Paro in the Trium. That Paro's main goal was to make us too busy that we couldn't think. Today we think we're thinking, <clears throat> but the more we get in tune, so the so-called Basco or the Shem to speak to you, it's not so simple. You're always busy. Always busy. <clears throat> so we're going to look a little bit of review, how to begin or speak about a program, and some thoughts. And then later on, in other talks, we can get into details. But it's important to try to get in tune with the boss. Not once a day when you're diving, even when we're diving, we go into space somewhere. Walking in the street, when we're walking, we start thinking about this, and yesterday, and now, and... So it's very hard, unless we do a little bit of seeing Hashem in the world, a little bit of and nefesh. And <clears throat> so we're going to call the program here, 10 Patterns of Successful Behavior. As we know earlier, we keep speaking about the five steps, even prior to this, about 
Bitochen, first of all, sorry, Emuna, and Hashem Bitochen and Hashem, and giving other people a chizuk and encouragement, and working hard and getting along, and constantly remember you Yisrael, I'm Yisrael, I'm Yisrael, which is the most important person on the planet Earth. So now we're looking at patterns, 10 patterns of successful behavior. So the person, how do we find our strengths and our weaknesses? I'm so busy. And how do we clarify our thoughts to see if we're striving for the right things? Because we can influence our attitudes and our actions. We can have a have an influence by doing things, but we can affect our attitudes. And that in turn will affect our actions and reactions. There's a, a format we can, many formats we can start with. A how to, but again, we have to somehow get away from the iPad, the email, uh, surfing, the Amazon. I told you last time, there's a boy, uh, like 11 years old, 10 years old, his mother lets him look at Amazon and has his own cart. He has a thousand things at a cart that I'll never get. But the brothers tell me he's very spoiled, really spoiled kid. You ask him for something, well, I'll give you if you give me. It's a whole, not only that, it's irritation. If you don't get what you want, it's an irritation even beyond. And it's almost, I don't need anybody else. I mean, what do I have to do this for? Even in school, what do I have to do this for, this for, this for? Because for right now, I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> So it's important to put things aside a little bit so we can have time to think, time to think. Like we said, the moon, etc. And now a little bit of cheshben. person can get a piece of paper and start a program. One of the first patterns, <clears throat> this is a negative one, is blaming others. Blaming others is rampant. Rampant. If you misplace your shoes, with my shoes, who took my shoes? So right away we're looking at someone else. Instead of going, wait a second, I have to be more organized. For someone else already, we're blaming someone for misplacing. Why isn't here? We're just here. So in our mind, it's not like maybe I should put things in better order. My first response is, how come it's not here? We're just here. In your mind, you're saying, Someone else took it, someone else misplaced it, someone else used it, someone else swept it up, someone else put it in the garbage can. Someone else. The blaming of someone else waiting to miss the bus. The bus driver, he should have saw me, he should have saw me. How come he, he just had to be more considerate? And instead of going, maybe I could have gotten there a little earlier. There's a whole way of thinking from... A job to blame the employer from school to blame the teacher. And everyone else is your problem. And it's a big thing. How to stop blaming others for our situations. Which is all day, all day. Again, if you have a little piece of paper or something, you'll see yourself during the day doing this. So your mindset is away from you, away from... Hashem runs the world away from that maybe it might be your fault, but in a negative way. How you can build a more positive outlook. 
and say, wait, maybe I can improve. And we'll talk about that. So a big thing maybe to stop blaming others is a good habit. Could we start a little format of looking for good in others? Might sound a little silly thing, but what happens is when you start looking for people's good and you encourage that good in others, could be anybody. You start doing it on a regular basis. You'll see when the bus driver passes you by, you're going to say to yourself, maybe I could be here earlier. You're not going to stop blaming the bus driver. Maybe he didn't see me. It'll be a whole different, you're missing your shoes. Where did I put them? Where did I put them? Where did I put them? So all of a sudden, it's a whole different way of thinking. Because you're constantly thinking about how can I look at the good in others. A person could start with your mother, with your father, with your children, with siblings, friends, rebbies, cousin Chaim, anyone. It's good to start with people close to you because there's plenty to find good. That's who we have the biggest discussions with. So it's an idea. I'm going to pick a person today and encourage him on his good points. Encourage him on his good points. And if you start a format like this, you'll see after a short time, the blaming of others will be pushed aside. When other people say something, instead of getting upset because they don't understand, and you might just, I'm not going to blame them. Maybe I have to learn more patience. Hashem sending me, so I have to learn patience. Tolerance. That's one. The bad habit of blaming others. And make a list. I mean, blaming others. Make a list of how you can encourage good and look for the good in others. And what happens is also you're tuning in to Hashem. Because this is what Hashem wants of us. Hashem wants us to work on self-improvement in a positive way. And what happens is you'll see Ideas come into your head. This will happen. And this will happen. This will happen. It's all opening yourself up to, as we quote the Basco. So Shem talks to you on a regular basis. Shows you things on a regular basis. The next thing is, is write down like who influences you the most. Like what, what are your major circumstances and categories? For example... Sometimes a younger person is more his friends are his most that's what influences the most. Not his parents, not his brother. I mean even not the the teacher, the Rebbe. Could be friends. So put that down. How your friends influence you the most. Worry about what they say, how they do, etc. Because this is an area as soon as you get the area clearer, so this is the area you know you have to work on. Could be Family. Family is going to be the most intense. Many people intense. So there too. So as you put it aside, you make a, a list of the family members. And you can go get, get back to the blaming again. And get back to looking for the good again. But at least you have areas of where you're going to work on yourself. Many times we'll see one of the other things is priorities. And many times we just... We get mixed up in a certain situation with a friend and that could take up our whole lives. But the friendships are not our main priority, even though they're very important. But you might have other things more important, getting close to your Rebbe, 
helping your mother for Pesach. There's a lot of things. But we get pulled away with things we don't have any, almost any influences on and get really upset about it. Because things we are most influenced by so that we have to see how to deal, what to do. So it helps us get clear of our lives. And sometimes a parent, his main goal, his main goal is his children. So there too, getting clear. Or it could be work. Work is the main thing. But all your priorities, all your relationships, all these, you have to try to put in perspective to see what each one does, who most influences you, maybe what you can say, what can you do about it. The positive influence, negative influence, what do I do? So you're able to make categories. It helps. Instead, everything's just mixed up. This person to that person, that person, family, friend, teacher. No, it's not. It's not all one. The different categories. And some people have harder categories, harder problems with certain categories. But that's good if you know that. You gotta stay away, maybe, and who to stay with. And then again, make a little list who most influences you. And maybe what you can do about it to make it better. Then another pattern, another thing we have to think about is how to build ourselves up. We're so busy, we're so busy. Sometimes we never follow through. How many thought we start a project? It's for if it's for working out, becoming healthier. It's the eating, or it's sleep on time, or it's exercising, or it's learning, davening better. <clears throat> How many times <clears throat> we don't follow through? So we have to build ourselves up. <clears throat> If the, a, a good way to do this is to go throughout your day and make a list of what you do all day. And you'll see each area of your day and how to build. For example, wake up in the morning, how to wake up a little earlier, how to work up with a little more energy. That is a shem for help. Pull me out of this tiredness. <clears throat> And then you walk to shul. I'm going to concentrate a little bit on a positive thought. And shul had to concentrate more on davening. So, but I guess a little, something little, something little. And what happens is, day by day, you try to improve, like your davening. I'm going to have a little more concentration in my brachas before. I'm going to concentrate on the words. All of a sudden, little by little, you build yourself up and you realize, you go through your day, everyone is a busy day and a constructive day. You're doing so much from how you talk, how you walk, how you think, how you help others. There's so much we do from davening, learning, working. So much going on. So a person can, I'm going to follow through. I'm going to try to follow through what I do. When you start, you can say, I'm start a little program, a little program, the davening. All of a sudden, day after day, and one day you don't feel like you passed, do it again, and add and add. 
and work on the idea of following through. Build up yourself. Build up yourself. You'll see you're doing a lot and how to make little things better. Good relationships. So that's a third like behavioral thing to think about. The fourth is with that is <clears throat> have a goal in mind. Which means like a person knows he's gonna graduate. He wants to graduate. So he a certain test he doesn't do well, but the goal is to graduate. So he's gonna keep getting up. But if the goal is just to get up in the morning and then the goal is to get dressed. So what could happen is you get stunted, you could get stuck. So along with what we just said is to build up. On the other hand, you have to look at the goal. Goal to get to school on time. The goal is to graduate. The goal is to learn a certain amount. The goal is to concentrate during diving. The goal, the goal, the goal. So what happens, you have a goal in mind. It helps a person to be the little bumps along the way. Wait a second, I got a goal. I got a goal. I got a goal. I know people who wanted to graduate and the goal is to graduate. So sometimes person might get a bop. Wait a second, I got to graduate. So, okay, I, it hurts now. I'm going to cry now, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it. So I have the goal in mind. It's a, it's a good thing, a good thing. Not goals unrealistic. The goal to learn Mishnayis every day. Whatever the goal, have a goal in mind in every area. Again, go over the areas of your life, your preferences and what's important. And you see having a goal which is a reasonable goal, you'll see that you you might get b- bumped once in a while, but you'll get up and keep going. You'll get up and keep going. That was number four. And with that, all along similar lines, priorities, it's so urgent, priorities. person the other day was saying, oh, she had a chesed thicker thing to do. And it was two hours here, two hours here. And yet the person had to help, she had to help her mother with Pesach. Also, she had a chasana of her best friend. And how she can fit everything in now? Because she's put in a chesedika act, a kind act to help somebody. That was really nice, but the priorities all of a sudden became distorted. And the person became, became upset because now couldn't do the the work and the stuff she wanted to do. So priorities are urgent. I once spoke to Anatoly Rebison Brav years ago when I, I remember I couldn't make it to a class a shir at Brav on Zal on on a Sunday and it was Pesach before Pesach and I couldn't make it I had to help my wife the whole day and I called up I said to, to the Rebison I said I can't make it today because I have to help my wife she quoted her blessing her Zayda grandfather Chesed starts at home Chesed starts. Chesed starts at home. Four words. Four words changed my whole life. Before you go to a chasana, you make sure chesed at the home is settled. You have to miss the chasana, or you can make the last five minutes, or dance with the chasen, or next day make a phone call. I couldn't make it. I had to take care of certain business, certain business. I really couldn't get out. You're saving the day. You're saving your mind. Become much clearer. That's the thoughts at home. 
which also can mean yourself also. You're getting enough rest. You're getting, you can't take rest on other people's expense so much. But if your health or rest, and a person, the two chasnas one night, to go one to the other, and first of all, chasnas starts at home. Family needed him. And second, he has to realize, you don't get him one in the morning, next day he's shot. You have to think. You have to think. My priorities, usually priorities are family and work. And learning Torah. So these priorities have to be in line. You have to work, you have to work. And you have to stay there in learning. Unless something comes up, a family matter, you're going to learn. The family matters. The children need homework to do. You might have to stay home for homework. So I know the Rav Miller used to have one father would go out every day to learn. Some fathers would stay home every day to do homework. Each party has to realize, what's your priorities? And you see, years and years get by when your priorities weren't your, even though you say it's your children, but they weren't. All of a sudden, when they grow up a certain way, it's not so simple. Some things you can't control. They have their own disposition, children, but there is something you can in, have input, a lot of input. So priorities, set your priorities. Again, a priority also has to be yourself. Sleep. Has to be eaten right, exercise, the physical things. You have to make sure you take care of yourself. And also, again, priorities, priorities. Write it down your priorities and don't budge. This it comes up here. You only have to do a chesed with a vort, the chesed over here. You have to run here. Don't run anywhere. Someone else could be there, someone else could do it. If you know you can be pulled, pulled, pulled into priorities, all of a sudden your, father, your wife feels a little uh, second, or your husband feels second, children feel, children feel second, then you, all of a sudden you're in trouble already. So set your priorities. Again, self and family, Torah and work. Set the priorities. These all have to be done. In whatever order it is, has to be done. And then you can go to your chasa. Then you can go to a vote. Then you can help your friend fix the car. It's crucial, crucial. Then we have, again, the different relationships. We went over. Important. And there's different ways to deal with relationships. Time is limited now, so I have to maybe speak about that a little later. Um, little things we mentioned about, for example, relationships. You have to be realistic in relationships. Don't expect too much in relationships. Also, relationships, you have to keep routines. Keep routines. Don't break routines. Don't get upset and all of a sudden. There's any relationship. Keep routines. Another one, make peace as soon as possible. A little argument, a little disagreement. Okay. Go weiter. And... Also, never try name, never raise your voice. Try to speak calmly, calmly to you for anybody you deal with, anyone you deal with. You guys be stern, maybe. It's hard sometimes. It's mean words get sent your way. Have to let them go by, go by, go by. And how to deal with that? How you calm and how to be a good listener? A little list. Let's go over these again. So all these are dealing with. Your relationships. 
And then we have uh, really number seven, but attitudes, an attitude of success, attitude of gratitude, attitude of being thankful and thankful and thankful, making a list of thank yous, list of thank yous, list of thank yous, list of thank yous, list of thank yous. And we said a little more with that. Part of this attitude of success is pat yourself on the back. Like we just said, go over your day. Look what you do. Give yourself a pat in the back. Pat in the back at the end of the day. Go over it. Then go over how you can, the next step with that, go over how to improve it for the next day. Son, you're really living. You're really living. You're thankful. Going over your day saying, hey, I'm doing quite a bit. And in everything, you know, from actions to words to control, and to my heart, I can be better. And always with this is the whole idea of looking to grow. Looking, always looking to grow. Always looking to know more, learn more in all these areas. All these areas to grow, to grow, to grow. I want to closer to Hashem and all of a sudden I want to do all these things to work on myself work on my relationship with Hashem and others and all of a sudden you'll see this help's going to become major major help you're going to get the major Hashem's going to talk to you major there's a number nine which is team player be part of a part of being the giver encourager you have to be that person who's always looking to help, looking to help, looking to help, being part of the team, part of the team. Some people can't do it in 10 people, so do it for one person. There's no reason one-on-one we can't try to. I'm part of a team, part of a team, part of trying to be part of the team. It's very important. In the house, you're part of helping. school, you're part of everybody. Not a separate entity. Part of the clown. With all this, all this, what's going to happen, number 10, is connecting to Hashem. The connecting to Hashem, you'll see, will be so so much easier. I'm not saying it's easy altogether. But you'll see the connection. Your mind is clear. You have goals. You have your whole life, you're walking in the street and it's goal-orientated. And all these 10 steps. And then we had our five steps before that. We have the formats. A format, a person can make such strides. So again, then we'll have to review another talk. Again, everyone work on building that Amuna. That's from last week's. And building up talking, And building up giving other people encouragement. Then getting along with others and keep reminding yourself it's not self-esteem, it's Hashem's esteem. I'm Yisrael, I'm important, I'm Yisrael, I'm Yisrael. everyone's Yisrael. And today, the 10 patterns of successful behavior. The first was don't blame others. Don't blame others. Stop blaming others for anything you're missing, anything that's happening. And I'm minded that someone did this, my shoes, who, who, who misplaced them? No. Stop blaming others. Write it down. You'll see how you're blaming from phone calls and everything else. Your moods are affected by everyone else. So look at people's good. I mentioned two, think of areas that most influence you. Work, home, friends, 
And these areas that you can work on, you can work on and concentrate on. It's, it's urgent. Then, the third step, build yourself up little by little. Go over your day and build yourself up. Little things, build up, build up, build up, add, add, add. And with this, have a goal in mind, goal in mind. Not major goals, you'll see, you'll, you'll, you'll slip, but you'll get up because you have a goal. I have to graduate. I have to... I'm my mother, the mother clean for Pesach. I'm gonna have a goal to clean my room. So you slip, you get a little tired. No, no, I have a goal. Go have a goal in mind. And five, we said priorities, priorities, priorities. You have to have priorities. Chesed starts at home, home, work and learning, and take care of yourself. These are the main things. And you'll see, you'll be a pop. You'll be able to go to class and go to everyone who respects you. You have to run around, run around. You lose priorities and the things that are important we forget. Think about different relationships we have. We mentioned our Ten Commandments and relationships. And be realistic and keep routines about getting along with about <clears throat> make peace as soon as possible. And never say harsh words and let mean words pass by. And being a good listener. All this is so urgent, urgent. And then the last patterns is this, that a person attitude of gratitude, attitude of gratitude. But then you had a list of thank yous. Pat yourself in the back, go for your day and pat yourself in your back and after that go over how you can make today next day better. And then keep growing, keep going little by little, keep going. You'll see you'll be yeah, you'll be like burning inside to do more, to get closer. And then a team player, be part of the team, part of the team, try to looking out for others. And all this will help you connect to Hashem. All will help that connection to break away from the technology. You'll use it, you use it when you have to use it. But your whole being, your mindset your words, your actions, be a whole different human being. And you'll see Hashem will be right with you. These ideas will come into your head at the right time. And you'll make this one at the right time. And you start seeing it. You're seeing it. This is the way to have freedom for Pesach. Pesach is a getaway from bondage. And to be free to serve Hashem. It's been seen on Griper, 718-339-6020. Or... Three four seven five six three oh nine five one and a slow rabba in Rukhnis and Gashmis.